Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash and my the butthole. Some of you have been requesting it, so I'm happy to give it, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Throwaway Sister 6566 titled, Am I the Arsehole for Telling My Cousin and Her Husband They Should Consider Stopping Their IVF Treatment? My female 28, cousin Lauren, female 35, and her husband have been struggling with having kids and are suffering from health issues. They've begun IVF treatment, which is expensive where I live. So far, they've had several rounds, but no luck. They visited on my mum's birthday yesterday. We don't see each other much now, but mum tells me about how they are doing in general. We are conversing at dinner and the IVF got brought up. Lauren said she and her husband are about to undergo another round of IVF. Everyone at the table said a prayer and wished them luck. But I told Lauren that after spending this much money and after having already gone through several rounds in addition to other factors contributing to their infertility issues, she should really consider stopping IVF and taking a break and also saving money. Lauren and her husband looked offended. Lauren then said that they aren't struggling with money, so it's okay. I explained that they may not be struggling now, but will be in the future, seeing they'd spent thousands and wasted money for no benefits while they could have financially helped some struggling family with kids. Lauren got quiet. I stated this was just my opinion after all. Lauren's husband looked at me grudgingly and said, I think you should just mind your own business and keep your opinion to yourself. From there, the argument ensued. I told him he was being disrespectful and he kept talking back. Shortly after, he and Lauren left. Mum started asking me why I caused a scene on her birthday. I said we were just talking, but Lauren and her husband blew this way out of proportion. Mum said that I had zero say in anyone's reproductive choice and should have just kept my mouth shut. My sister, who rarely agrees with me, sided with me saying I was good, but Mum is insisting I call Lauren and apologize to her. My husband too sided with me and told me to give it a few days and Lauren will call. I see Lauren as my sister and I respect her, but we have our moments. Am I the asshole in this situation? And to me, I think the husband was right in this. You should mind your own business and keep your opinion to yourself. I'm trying to get into someone's head how you could think that would possibly be helpful to their situation at all. This is the option that they've chosen. They've clearly stated, you know, money isn't an issue. And I think the comment was really rude where you said you could have financially helped some struggling family with kids. And I always sort of think, well, are you doing that? I think talking finances in a healthy way, you know, is acceptable. Although still none of your business, don't get me wrong. But I just can't get the mindset of what's going on in this story and who people agreeing with this person as well. I mean, come on now. But slide into my BM says, you're the asshole. Their reproductive choices are none of your business. In quotes, I told him he was being disrespectful and he kept talking back. Then goes on to say, ironic that you'd call him disrespectful and claim that he's the one talking back. Primary Criticism 929 says you're the asshole. What they do with their money and their bodies is none of your business. And and the, they could have financially helped some struggling family with kids. And then goes on to say, are you helping a struggling family with kids? Piggy Warts replies that saying, I'm petty. So if I was in that family, every time OP mentioned spending money, I would throw that back in her face. Oh, you took a vacation. You could have helped a struggling family. 
new haircut, shoes, clothes, that money could have been used to help a struggling family. E says, you're the asshole, let me guess. You are the struggling family with kids. They should have helped instead. This is absolutely a MYFB situation. Didn't know what that meant, so I had to quickly Google it. It means mind your fucking business. <laughs> Emma Calgary says, you're the asshole hugely. This isn't your choice. You are not entitled to an opinion unless specifically asked. Their finances and family planning are none of your business. I'm glad the husband stood up for themselves. They're in a tough enough situation without having to deal with outside criticism. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. Maybe you guys have a different opinion on the matter. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from, I just want to ask, one, two, three, who says, am I the asshole for harshly telling a guy who burnt me that an apology is not good enough? I am a blacksmith apprentice and we have this guy, 17 year old, at the workshop who is basically a walking safety hazard. He isn't very keen on doing what he should be doing, gets distracted easily, then gets bored. And everything he touches, he treats like a fidget spinner. Be it his keys, bottle of water, a glove, a hammer, tongs, you name it. This isn't very pleasant, not only because he frequently drops said homemade fidget spinner, but he occasionally hits someone with it. Any attempts to get him to stop have been futile so far. When he causes an accident, he is always extremely sorry and behaves for a little while, then starts doing it again. I know that he has some mental health issues, but I'm not sure if they have something to do with that. Few times he mentioned therapy sessions while leaving an hour or two early, but I didn't want to pry. Anyways, today he was forging a bell and sure enough, he started to play with the tongs with a hot metal in it. He dropped it and the swing sent it flying towards me, burning my forearm. We're talking orange heat here, so around 800 Celsius, 1500 Fahrenheit, which of course was quite unpleasant for me. Again, he was extremely apologetic and he rushed to the first aid kit to get me panthenol. But I was quite angry with him and even though this was actually the first time he spun around a piece of hot metal, to my knowledge, I basically hissed at him to shove it until he learns to not endanger everyone in the workshop. It was a longer rant though, including scolding him for always spinning the things around. He was on the verge of tears, hid at the toilet for half an hour and then basically acted invisible until it was his time to go home. In the time he was gone, I was told by a few of the other guys in the workshop that it was time that somebody put their foot down and they basically cheered, which made me immediately alerted. They can be quite assholes towards him, even when he's not actually doing anything wrong, that I might have been too harsh. I do stand by what I said. The apology is basically meaningless when he keeps doing the same thing over and over again, no matter how many times someone tells him that it's a giant nope. But I also feel really bad over being harsh on him and making a scene when he's already unpopular in the group and has mental health issues to deal with on top of that. Am I the asshole? Edit, thank you for all the comments guys. I tried to read them and reply when there is some uncertainty or the like, but there is a lot of them, so I'm sorry if I missed yours. I'd like to clear up some misunderstandings and answer some questions that tend to repeat. The apprenticeship is not part of a job. We are learning the trade in a school-like environment. The guy and I are classmates, but I am older. I already finished my school. This is more of a hobby for me. I didn't tell the foreman about the incident, but I am going to tomorrow. Now, I used to work with a blacksmith. He wasn't doing blacksmith at the time, but he used to talk about what he used to do, and it's a dangerous bloody job. Hot metals, automatic hammers that smash down at, at great pressures sparks flying everywhere you know it's just absolutely dangerous and to be constantly worried about someone else putting you in danger in an already dangerous setting yeah i, I can't blame you 
for like almost exploding like that. The dude burned you. I mean, what's it going to take for him to stop doing this? And if he doesn't get told by someone, it's going to increase. He wasn't spinning around hot things before, but now he's spinning around hot things. I mean, what's next? I don't know what could escalate from there, but Guy obviously needs to go through some sort of safety course again. And I'm glad that you said you will talk to your foreman about it because that obviously does need to be brought up because it could be a huge issue. Someone could die from that, basically. And it reminded me of a, a colleague once that I used to work with. And we worked with like, well, I was doing like the, the videos and the photography side of things and was working on machines that made, you know, mints and and tablets and like tablets as in pills so you basically you'd have two punches that would come together at high pressure and press powder together like constantly real fast super fast and the machines required a lot of cleaning a lot of maintenance all the time because it's all very precise stuff to make the tablet exact same shape and all this kind of thing and a guy clumsy co-worker was cleaning it and didn't unplug it which was one of the major rules if you're cleaning you unplug the machine for some reason it faults and turns on i don't know and dude thought it'd be clever to clean the machine by running it on like a real slow rotation. So this big disc spins around with the punches, 40 punches all coming together, round and round and round. And he thought we could just like hold a cloth on it and clean it. And of course, as he was cleaning it, it got real fast, drew his fingers in towards the punch and took the end of his finger off. I say the end, that's a bit dramatic, probably like the, the very, like the very tip of it, but still not pleasant and could have been a whole lot worse. Those things will punch through anything. And you just think, why why risk it? I just don't understand, man. But we'll start off with Zudley Marie who says, not the arsehole, mental health issues do not excuse behavior issues when attempts are not made to alleviate them. Signed, a therapist with mental health issues. Bowser's mum says, not the arsehole, he legit injured you with his, he legit injured you with his reckless behavior. You're working in a dangerous workshop setting. No place for horseplay. If you all are in the US, he also needs to be made aware that, generally speaking, injuries caused by horseplay will not be paid out by workers' comp. Even if he doesn't kill someone, he could seriously ruin a few lives unless he manages to get his fidgeting under control. Killer Sass says not the asshole. There are appropriate ways to behave in any workplace, more so when the workplace has dangerous materials. This isn't just a matter of him burning you. He completely disregarded the safety of all other employees, disregarded repeated warnings, and then caused a very severe workplace incident. He has been warned repeatedly and I assumed was trained on safety measures. There's no excuse for his behavior. If he has mental health issues that require him to fiddle with stuff, he could bring his own fidget cube or fidget spinner instead of messing around with dangerous equipment. Finally, you are not obligated to accept anyone's apology ever. You can say something like, thank you for your apology, but I'm not ready to accept it. And that's totally fair. If you're not ready to forgive him for what he did. The vicious bitch says, you are talking about true safety issues. Spinning around molten metal that hot, you could have lost a hand or limb. Not the arsehole. You are a good guy for feeling like shit about being harsh, but this guy needs a serious wake-up call. You weren't teasing him about a quirk like a bully. You were telling him he put you at risk and it was unacceptable. In a real workshop, he would have been fired on the spot. And one more from Snewton8 who says, not the asshole. The people who run the workshop are opening themselves up to legal action because of this guy. You need to speak to someone in charge and go up the chain until someone listens. But anyway, let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Boy. And our next story comes from Put Up Your Paws, who says, am I the asshole for ruining a small business after they tried to steal my dog? What the hell? Yeah, I know this is crazy. I wish it were fake, lol. Anyways, I'm decompressing and need a judgment because friends and family are split and now I'm feeling guilty. I'm expecting my first kid soon. I'm eight and a half months pregnant and I didn't want to do the usual bathing and nail trim on our dogs as mobility is limited. We used to have a groomer we took them to a few times a year while I did monthly maintenance in between, but they closed during the pandemic, so we decided to try a new one. I have two purebred dogs that came from a rescue and both have had, now managed, behavioral issues since I adopted them. My great Dane loves people and has been around small children before with no issues, but he is terrified of other dogs. He has never hurt another dog, but he will bark and get fearful if one runs up to him, if I haven't been able to brace him, and so of course, since he's so big, he looks very scary when he's barking. Our corgi, on the other hand, has severe separation anxiety and doesn't mind dogs or people, but hates being left home alone or being away from me specifically. Our old groomer let me come in with the dogs, but the new groomer said I wasn't allowed on the phone. I talked through my dog's problems with her and she assured me she could handle it. I even paid for an extra half hour so my Dane would have time to get out without running into her next client. Since I wasn't allowed to come in and it's usually harder on the corgi leaving me than leaving my husband, he decided to drop them off. He mentioned to the woman, home run groomer, I was expecting when he dropped the dogs off and apparently she gave a bit of a face but said nothing. When he went to pick the dogs up, she gave him our corgi but said she was seizing the Dane as he had been aggressive to one of her dogs. I was assured he wouldn't be subjected to strange dogs at all. And as we're expecting the baby, she couldn't give us back a reactive dog. There isn't enough to clear the character limit to detail what the next seven hours were like, but it escalated to me calling the cops to finally get my dog back. It was the worst experience. I ended up blasting her business on social media in the heat of things and I think something also happened with the police as all her pages were down the next day. It seemed like she's likely closed completely. I really feel like my reaction was justified but some friends have called me a mega Karen and my mum said she was probably just genuinely trying to look out for our unborn baby and I went too far but to me it was a huge overstep and illegal. I've also worked in rescue and worked with progressional trainers with these dogs and if anyone had said they posed a threat, it would have been different but as mentioned, they have no history of aggression to people and as with any dog, we'll never be left unsupervised with our baby or have access to them at all without safeguards anyways. Am I the arsehole? You're being called a mega Karen for taking your dog back from someone who stole it from you. I mean, what the hell? If she had concerns or not, there was proper channels she could have went down to deal with that. Whether they're useful or not, I don't really know, but she should have went down those channels rather than trying to steal someone's property. Of course, you should call the police on that. I can honestly say if, if that was to happen with Poppy, I would have been through her door. 
It's like taking away a family member from you. And what thinks she has the right to do that? And I do wonder what happened afterwards, you know, that her pages went down, was more found out or something like that. Maybe I'm going too far with that, I don't know. But, you know, it did raise some eyebrows there. But Nut Michelle says, not the asshole. This woman didn't have the authority to seize your dog. If you have to call the police to right the wrong of a ridiculous business owner, you have every right to leave a negative review whenever you please. I don't know why you 77 says no, a dog groomer that, after careful explanation of a dog's personality and a request and paying for accommodation, attempts to seize a client's dog because they ignored everything they were told, can't stay in business. You are doing a service warning people of a potential terrible experience around a paid for service, not the arsehole. Snarking in the USA says not the arsehole, she tried to keep your dog from you. What the fuck? If this had been my dog, I would have called the cops and put her on blast too. She has no business being a dog groomer if this is how she's going to act. Intelligent Stop says groomers aren't dog catchers. This was an attempted dog napping. You are not a Karen. Karens get mad at family barbecues in the park, hurting no one or, or going ballistic on people wearing a mask. They were causing harm. You can make a commotion when people steal or hurt others. Now, what do you guys make of this one. What would you have done if you was in that situation? That's gotta be so traumatic for someone to tell you they're not giving your pet back. Oh, I can feel myself boiling up just thinking about it. Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Extension Fly 241 who says, am I the asshole for turning down a family vacation because I would have to pay and my sister wouldn't? My 28 female parents are organizing a family holiday abroad and have approached me stating that they will be paying for my sister's 30 female holiday, but not mine. This is because to them, I can afford it and she cannot, and that is the only way we'll be able to go on a vacation together. They couldn't pay for us both, that it's their money and they can do as they wish with it, and that I'm in a good spot financially right now and my sister isn't. If I ever find myself in a bad spot, they will help me out. But to me, it's not that simple. I am more financially stable than my sister because I've chosen to live in a cheaper area, despite being further from my friends. Follow the career path where financial security is guaranteed and always live well within my means. Whereas my sister has followed a career path which is, unfairly I admit, underpaid, insisted on living close to her friends despite the high rent and lives to spend more money on her lifestyle. My parents thinks the crux of it is that I'm lucky that my passion lines up with a well-paid job and my sister is unlucky that her passion does not. So my sister deserves more help due to that bad luck. They also think that I am lucky to have a partner that I could move away to a cheaper area with and my sister, who doesn't currently have a serious partner, is unlucky in that respect. So it'd be a greater deal to move away from her friends and therefore again unlucky. Again, they insist if the tables turn and our fortunes are reversed, they would help me out. Am I the asshole for refusing this holiday and choosing one with my friends at the same time instead? If the money thing wasn't there, I would have probably chosen this family holiday, but I just think like my frugal decisions are now being punished and this is unfair. I'm not angling for my parents to pay for me too, and I also feel bad kind of suggesting indirectly my sister pay for hers. But I still feel really hard done by and that my sister is being coddled and the fact that she spends quite a lot on a day-to-day -day basis, much more than me, is being rewarded. My parents and sister think I am being money hungry and not very compassionate to my sister's unlucky love life and underpaid profession. This is stopping us from going on vacation, all four of us. This is stopping us from going on a vacation, all four of us, which is upsetting my parents. 
Edit, people are accusing me of judging my sister's spending. I'm not judging it at all. I think it's great she goes out and has a good time. We're just different, but at the end of the day, I'm still being asked to spend more than her on the same things. It makes my sacrifices not feel worth it. It's more a comment on the saving I do to be able to afford this holiday rather than exactly what she is or isn't doing in order to not afford it. Edit two. My solution to this problem isn't to insist she pays and either bankrupts herself or doesn't go. I don't want that at all. We would never go without her if she couldn't afford it. So please stop telling me that's my ideal solution. I think we should find a cheaper holiday or move the holiday back if she wants time to save or prioritize it over another holiday next year. I would also be fine if the money on each of us was proportional to salary so that I wasn't made to feel like my frugality was for nothing as that would be irrelevant. Am I the asshole? And we're gonna start off straight away with late for dinner who says not the asshole. It's their money to spend how they like and who they want. Just like it's your money to spend how you want and who you want. You made your choices to live within your earning bracket while your sister from your words chooses to live above her means knowing the income isn't there. Let them go on vacation together while you go on vacation with friends. Breathing Corpse 252 says, am I the only one looking at it this way? You're the asshole. You're going to be paying money for vacation anyway. Your parents doing a nice thing for your sister who I'm assuming in a low paying job. Why are you mad at them? You're not being punished for making good choices. They're just looking out for your sister who doesn't have as much money as you. Damn, I guess money can't really buy love or empathy. Hydrogramma says, if you're asking if you're the asshole for turning down a trip you can afford and you'd otherwise go if you'd like your parents paying arrangements, then yes, you're the asshole. Slightly, but still the asshole. You don't have to go on the trip, but if you're not going because your parents are paying for your sister's trip, but not yours, that's kind of childish. Your parents can pay for what they want with their money, just like you can pay for whatever you want with your own money. Just like your sister can pay to live her life like she chooses. You don't have to like their choices. You don't have to agree with their choices. Sweet like custard says not the asshole in my opinion. Why can't your parents pay half for you and half for your sister? Then you both pay the remainder and it's fair. Your job security and financial security has nothing to do with this. They're just using it as an excuse. To make it fair, I tell them to pay half for each. All the three of them can go on holiday and you'll do something else. Now, I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Do you think the parents are being unfair just paying for one but not the other? Do you think OP's being unfair for getting angry? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A pain for sister and not her. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love time support always means the world to me. It's absolutely crazy level support. I can never get over it. So I always got to say thank you. Don't hate me for it. <laughs> thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.